0: No one is is, is 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 more locked from Thursday to Monday. No one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipow. Called this the game of the week, Seattle and Cincy. My God, what happened to my boy Gino? What happened to Gino? Just terrible, terrible awareness, consistently, through a terrible red zone interception, early, took terrible sacks late, multiple times, just... That game was right there for them. And yes, this was one of my picks on the air. I thought them coming off the bye in this spot, as Cincy continues to work through some of its rust, was going to be... Uh, A good spot for Seattle. Two picks by Geno. And how many sacks did he take? Four sacks, including two there late in the fourth quarter. Just a a brutal, brutal performance when so much was there uh, for the taking. And then the one thing I'd say about, and they dominated too. I mean, 380 yards to 214. That, that should have been a Seattle win. That's very frustrating. But um, Joe Burrow, I don't think we can use the uh, the health excuse anymore. Like T. Higgins coming back from the rib injury, they'll get back in the groove. But he had a play where, and he's not the most mobile dude in the world, but like stepped up in the pocket, bounced off a lineman, dropped back, spun around, fired it off. Like Burrow's calf looked healthy. And they now get to the bye and they sit three and three, right? So they they got to uh, the week seven bye, three and three. Their schedule's absolutely brutal. They play San Francisco out of the bye, but the Bengals saved their season. They're alive for a wild card in the AFC. So pretty impressive. And the reason I say a wild card in the AFC is we can go to the next game, the London game. Baltimore and Tennessee it feels to me like Lamar Jackson is being let down by those around him I watched the vast majority of that game and we know the story of last week's game was all of the drops there were more drops in this game not more drops than last week but more as in the drop issue continued I feel like the target share needs to go up for Mark Andrews I know that him and Zay Flowers have a very good uh, rapport right now. And Andrews had the second most targets on the team with six. But Aguilar and Beckham and Bateman and certainly any of the running backs out of the backfield, um, real bad. Like, I know why people are trying to make Saquon Barkley to Baltimore happen. Like, that – But does John Harbaugh know that he doesn't have Saquon Barkley? Like, Lamar is just torching the Titans secondary when his dudes aren't letting him down with drops. And he's just first down, Edwards up the middle, second down, Edwards up the middle, next drive, Justice Hill, first down, up the middle. What are they doing? Supposed to be a passing. Feels to me like Lamar's playing. Lamar is playing like an MVP if he was surrounded by more trust in the coaching staff, and I know they invested in play pass catchers around him, but they've just outside of Zay Flowers, it has not been enough. So I feel like Lamar is playing like a top five quarterback in the NFL this year, and is just being dramatically uh, let down, and then. Listen, I I don't like Tennessee. You guys know this. But they must just be saying that Will Levis, there's no scenario in which that dude gets onto the field. Because, and that's fine if that's your strategy. Like, we're making him the third. We're not making him active. We don't want him to get on the field. But Tannehill gets hurt. Malik Willis is bad. Like, bad, 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 bad. So maybe that's what's going on. With Will Levis but maybe that's a developmental tra- tact but I'd want to know something of what I have I know that's becoming a little bit more popular now but play your dudes early play them early Indy and Jacksonville. Well, our number one listener of Fox Sports 1 and our friend Nick Wright, he offered us $75 a piece to get out of our $100 plus $450, four and a half to one uh, Colts to win the AFC South bet. I turned it down. I said that I would gladly pay an extra $25 for my pride, to which he said that that is foolish. Jacksonville has now swept the season series with Indianapolis. And they're probably going to win the division. And Indy is probably not going to win the division. And now Anthony Richardson is talking about season-ending shoulder surgery. So it's a very bad situation for the Colts believers among us. But I would say this. Gardner Minshew normally takes tremendous care of the football. We've talked about his touchdown to interception ratio many times on this show, his passer rating. I don't know what monstar from space jam, evil twin infiltrated Gardner Minshew's body. Terrible fumble early gifts Jacksonville an early touchdown, terrible interception when driving down 14 to three, then another bad interception straight to Jacksonville. Like, non-competitive turnovers in the own zone giving them or one driving down uh to cut it to 14 to 10 one to give them one of their first touchdowns of the game just like these were not you know midfield uh unblocked rusher nothing he could do about it fumble but then your defense holds them and it just cost you 30 yards of field position like these were Points off turnovers, direct result, touchdowns, non competitive. Gardner Minshew was awful in that game. And he hadn't, he started the game nine of 10, drove him right down the field. They had to settle for a short field goal. I was feeling pretty good early. Just a pathetic, pathetic display of taking care of the ball by Indianapolis. So this game is maybe a little bit higher up in the rundown than it deserves to be. But I was fascinated by how Atlanta lost the game. And I know you could say, like, well, Sam Howell had three touchdowns and Desmond Ritter had three interceptions. That's how they lost the game. And that is fundamentally true. But we talked last week about who was more likely to be the quarterback uh, next year, Howell or Ritter. This was a big step in the right direction for Howell, even though he had only had, like, 150-something passing yards. But... Atlanta finally remembered that they have three elite skill position dudes who they used first-round picks on, and their offense was incredibly productive against a defense that's been bad, especially against the pass, and they only scored 16 points because their quarterback kept turning it over. Bijan had 18 touches. Kyle Pitts had a touchdown. Drake London, finally, 9 for 125. I mean, listen to these team stat discrepancy. 402 yards of offense to 193 in Atlanta's favored, More than doubled up the commanders. 36 to 24 minutes time of possession. Falcons over commanders. Twice as many first downs. I mean, I know other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? But the Falcons straight up dominated that game. They had an incredible offensive game, and then Ritter just gave it away. Showed the potential of what they could actually be with just league average quarterback play take care of the ball. Those dudes are awesome. It's an awesome skill position group, and it showed out today.